Okay, so welcome to this sound out. Uh, I'm Andy, head of design at Tall, uh, and this time we've got Richard Colbrook with us, uh, who's the chair of trustees from Flourishing Families, an organisation that we uh, have been working with. And I guess Richard, you're one of our friends now, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we would very much class you guys as old friends. Uh, you've been fantastic for us. It's been yeah, been wonderful working with you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we've we've been working with you now. I think. Since around September 2021, something like that, I think we first got in touch with you. But um, I suppose I suppose for those people that might not know uh, who you are, um, you're from Flourishing Families, and I just thought maybe you could tell us a little bit what, about what you do. We got involved with you because you're a charity that work uh, in primarily in Leeds at the moment, and you work with some deprived families and children of those families, correct? So I don't want to take the words out of your mouth, Richard, but um, yeah, could you let us know about what you do? Yeah. So, flourishing families. We've been going uh, five and a half years. Well, you know, with the sort of like the the pilots we did before we officially launched about six years, really. And it really came out of um, uh, Kate, who's the uh, who's the director of flourishing families. Was uh, she lived in Oxford and worked in schools there. Uh, and uh, mainly in terms of family support, that was what she was doing. She came to Leeds, moved to Leeds, and. Uh, started uh, w- volunteering in schools and just was impacted by the huge levels of need uh, in the city. So Leeds has got a population of around about 800, 840,000, something like that, and roughly 190 to 200,000 people, so almost a quarter of the people of the city, live in areas that would be classed as deprived. That's a, a classification. That's a crazy that's- stat, isn't it? Yeah. Less than so the the poorest ten percent of areas nationally in the UK, um, and they 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 face all sorts of challenges. So one would be uh, around uh, food and health uh, inequalities. So uh, a child that's growing up in one of these deprived areas uh, will die on average twelve years younger than a child growing up in a more affluent area of Leeds. And for the last 18 years of their lives for these poorer children, uh, they'll, on average, they'll be disabled. So it's wow. a 30-year difference in their lives, both in terms of a shorter life, but also those last... Yeah, that's not just a, that's not just a sort of a little kind of edge amount, that is it. That's, that's no, really it, big, it's impactful huge. kind it's of numbers, isn't it? Um, and then you find that a lot of um, families struggle with literacy, uh, which causes the poverty to go from one generation to the next and also the children uh, disengage at school which also causes the the poverty to be intergenerational you know second third fourth generation now of people are all living in poverty in a family yeah yeah i mean yeah i mean obviously at the moment one of the big areas that you mentioned that you kind of work on is is like nutrition and 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 food isn't it food and nutrition is a big area of focus for you guys and obviously at the moment you know, with the way the economy is, we've got cost of living crisis. I mean, that that side of your work is probably never more, never more relevant, never more important for those people, right? Yeah, we would say the, the demand is going through the roof. It's absolutely going through the roof. And um, I was chatting to to a dad uh, last week who he he actually featured on a on a BBC. Uh, interview that we did. We'll maybe talk about that a bit later. Oh yeah, we'll definitely come on to that. Yeah, but his his, his name's Scott, and you know he was telling me that uh, you know, the cost of living crisis. He's already you know buying the cheapest food he can, and he's skipping meals to be able to feed his two girls. So it's 
it, 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 it's it's crazy. And uh, we've we've worked on and um, sort of the cookery clubs, family cookery clubs that are, that are looking to counter poor nutrition and mm-hmm. uh, food poverty by teaching families how to cook healthy, nutritious meals on a budget. We've run those for the last five and a half years, uh, but they have never been more needed. It's mm-hmm. you know it's crazy at the moment. I mean, I think I think one of the things that, that I remember when when obviously you you you've ke- you came in and spoke to all all the team at all, and and we've all become to know you now and become friends with you. But uh, you know, one of the things that that stood out to me that impressed me as well is that through these cookery clubs that you run, it's often kind of sort of angled at, at the parents bringing their children along to learn. You know, almost the the the, the parents can help can learn too because some of the parents that might not have particularly great yeah. uh, nutrition or cookery skills they learn together i mean i know i i i'm 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 not going to put myself out of that you know like i'm i'm learning through my children at the moment you know and stuff that yeah. I, I, you know you pick up that don't you but i think that's wonderful that it's not just a thing for the children it's the whole the whole family you, benefit, you, yeah you? absolutely you're teaching the whole family because one of the big challenges is you're absolutely right is that uh for a, a lot of parents particularly in dep- more deprived areas they don't have those what we might term basic cookery skills, uh, and so if you give them, you know, you know, for instance, one of our families, we we gave them you know, a head of broccoli as part as to take away to 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 cook at home with their um, with a meal they prepared in the cookery club, and we realised actually they'd never cooked broccoli before; they didn't know what to do with it. Uh, so very simply, we just produce a very simple little, you know, instruction sheet. This is what you do with broccoli. We had another family; um, they had never cooked spaghetti, dried spaghetti, out of a packet. Right. And okay. We found out that the reason why was that the mum couldn't read, so she couldn't right. read the instructions on the back. Couldn't even know. Yeah, didn't and even know so where to start. Wasn't able to to know that you just you know put it in boiling water for ten minutes. I mean, that, um, like you said, that's I guess that's sort of where the where the kind of the you know the the cornerstone pillars of what you do with nutrition as well as literacy and well-being you know like you said i think it's being considerate of all those things isn't it how they work together. yeah and, and it's recognizing that um poverty is not a kind of like is not a simple problem it's a multifaceted challenge there's a, there's lots of different reasons why people find themselves trapped in poverty uh and and then you know there are lots of different impacts that that then has on them as a family so you can't there's no one magic bullet you're not going to you know solve it with one 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 way you're going to have to find lots of different uh solutions so what we do is we work with families we are very much we are very much a grassroots charity uh mm-hmm. most a lot of our volunteers are former beneficiaries so you're working with them you're talking to them they they're our friends they're not we're not kind of like this organization that are coming in and telling them what they should do uh, we're working together with them to find these solutions and very often the solutions like in lots of different areas of life the best solutions are the simple ones aren't they uh, yeah, of course. And, and, and it's finding simple solutions so it's things like let's you know teach families how to cook together if and you know it helps the parents the carers but it also uh, helps the children to eat the stuff if they've prepared the meal they've chopped the veg they're going to eat it because uh, it's been fun doing it together yeah that's what i mean it's wonderful i mean it's, uh, again of course through working with you we've seen that great work um and and i mean i suppose that brings me on to my next kind of point which was going to be around sort of the, how we met really was um like i said it was back in around september and october time 21 
a year or so ago, an, a, a community foundation event, I believe it was. And yeah, it was. You know, guy was yeah, there. yeah, exactly. Guy, the creative, yeah, the creative director was kind of there, and I think he was the one that first kind of made contact with you, and you subsequently came in and met all the team and told us about what you do. And I mean, the the thing that we we wanted to kind of get involved in was was just in what we thought we could bring to the table and help you guys with was like your exposure really you know your exposure just getting the word out because i suppose with running every tra- any charity correct you know the you know getting kind of the exposure out there um is is kind of often the challenge of of whether it's whether it's getting kind of donations whether it's getting volunteers whether it's just making new connections you know all that absolutely people to help. It, it's a big challenge so we're, we're you know we're as i said we're a grassroots charity we we started in 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 West Leeds, uh, and uh, it was growing very quickly. Uh, the stuff we were doing was uh, having a significant impact. Uh, we're a low cost based charity, so we could grow quick. We've got a big team of volunteers, uh, so we typically cost about a fifteenth of what the city council cost per person that they work with, or a fifth of the cost of larger charities. So um, we we are very grassroots. But Five times we were, the benefit. Like, yeah, we were yeah. we were we were kind of like stuck really in in West Leeds and needed to grow beyond that. And um, yeah, I was asked to speak at this event that Guy was at and uh, simply told a story uh, of a family we were working with uh, in in West Leeds uh, where they they came to a cookery clubs because they were living on uh, pasta and tin tomatoes every night because uh, they didn't know how to cook. And the kids, when their school uniform was in the wash went to school in their pyjamas because they had no warm clothes to wear. They were that poor. Uh, and I, I told this story, and uh, and, and, that, and and so the, this is why we do what we do. This is the real challenge for families in our city. And uh, it obviously... Yeah, and it resonated uh, with us. I mean, I remember... I mean, yeah. I mean, it's an, it's, a, it's a great it's a great point and leads me perfectly into what I was going to say next, which was around... That, that was what we kind of realised you know, you guys had that we wanted to get involved in, in helping pull out in the new website that we've launched with you guys, which, which is that storytelling. I mean, it's, it's, I think for any charity being, you know, being genuine, you know, like you guys are and being able to, you know, those stories are what essentially make people understand why you do what you do. And that's, that's always the key, isn't it? Yeah. It's the why. It's, it's the why. The why is always the key. And it's so easy to talk about what you do. Uh, and all, on sometimes how you do it, uh, which is important. So, you know, our website, you know, that you've done for us does include the what and the how, because, you know, for schools that are wanting to partner with us, we work in primary schools, they're our, our main partners. Um, they need to know the what, what, what you do, how you do it, uh, how it could fit into to, to what they're already doing uh, and why it's important for them to to partner with us. But the, the, the biggest question is the why. It's the impact that you're having in transforming people's lives. Yeah, and that's what people do connect with at the end of the day. And we find it, you're absolutely right, we find it in all walks of life that we work with, whether it's corporate businesses or, or you know, independent traders or, or organisations. You, you're right, people want to people want to hook onto and connect to why people do things. And, and, and for you, that's just absolutely top of the pile, number one, the why that's is what you guys do, right? Because, yeah. you know, you can talk about, you know, we, we, we have... I think we use this in the website as well. We, you know, th- th- there are numbers out there, but numbers are hard for people to really get their heads around. Like ballparks, hundred thousand people living in areas of deprivation, or another one we use is the number of children in Leeds who live in absolute poverty. So absolute poverty means they they can't afford the basics to live, uh, and they would fill Ellen Road Stadium. 
the football stadium with a few thousand on the pitch. There's that many. So yeah. it's helpful for people to understand that, but really for people to really grasp why you you do what you do, there's nothing better than telling them a true story about one of the families who you're getting alongside and helping and whose lives you're seeing transformed. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah, that, I mean, it's like nothing else. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, uh, I mean that we, we kind of saw the benefit of that kind of exposure and being able to tell those genuine stories that you, you kind of your website kind of does have on now and the material we've helped you produce. Um, in the very recently, you sort of had an amazing piece of exposure, correct? Which you, you alluded to a little bit before you dropped the BBC yeah. bomb. But that was wonderful <laughs> news that. recently, right? Yeah. yeah, let me tell you about that. Well, that all came out of the website and, and also the the clever things you do, which is way beyond me in terms of how to get up uh, when, uh, high on the list when people do a, a search on Google. Uh, so um, it was uh, the the day that they were going to announce the new prime minister. Was it going to be Rishi Sunak? Was it going to be Liz Truss? Sure. And the BBC that morning had decided to do a, a piece about the two uh, and looking at the cost of living crisis. Uh, and uh, so they came to, they wanted to come to Leeds where Liz Truss grew up and then on to, to Richmond, which is Rishi Sunak's seat. Uh, so they simply Googled uh, ch- charities in Leeds working with families. Uh, and because of you guys, we came third on the list. Uh, <laughs> yeah, great time in that. Great yeah, time. And, and, and then... <laughs> They, they literally went on our website and because the website is you know very smart but also says why we do what we do they think oh these guys know what they're on about they're well connected uh with uh with uh, the grassroots with people who are facing these challenges uh so they dropped us an email and and out of that we appeared on breakfast time tv so bbc breakfast which has an audience of seven million yeah, that's that's when you talk about exposure. There's not there's not much yeah. more that becomes bigger yeah. than that. That's, so we yeah. ended up being on that twice uh, uh, on that, that morning, the the, the the Monday morning, and then we were once the uh, the result had been announced that it was Liz Truss, uh, we were then on the Look North, so the, the local BBC uh, at lunchtime. Just us, they'd, they'd cut the bit from Richmond by that stage. We were also evidently on Radio One. Uh, it's quite cool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah there you go, multi-audience. Uh, yeah, and then also we were then on uh, Heart FM on the Tuesday and then in the Yorkshire Evening Post on the Wednesday. Yeah, so wonderful. it was, I think, uh, when I was uh, last with you guys, we were looking at the increase in traffic on the, the website. Oh, yeah. That day. A thousand percent, which, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not the most techie person in the world, but I can tell you that that's an incredible, uh, incredible amount. Of thousand, uh, yeah, any <laughs> any business, any bit, I hope we can tell any of our businesses we work with that we can get them a thousand percent increase in traffic. But yeah, I mean, like yeah, I said, that's was, just that it, the proof's in the pudding there, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and I think the, the biggest thing for us in that whole thing wasn't just about getting flourishing families out there. Uh, it was enabling a couple of the people that we are beneficiaries, a couple of people who uh, we work alongside to actually say what it, what it's really like uh, mm-hmm. and the challenge that they are facing and, and, and the need for targeted interventions that really do uh, help the poor. Uh, yeah. and, and, and it gave them a forum to say that on national TV that otherwise they would just not have had. Uh, yeah. So that that was kind of like one of the big uh, impacts of the website already. And then uh, out of that, uh, a, 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 we can't say who it is, but a large national funder of charities. That's still impressive uh, enough, yeah, saying it like that. <laughs> saw, saw 
the BBC Breakfast, phoned their Leeds office uh, to find out whether we were one of the charities that they support. And they do support us a bit. We've also got an application in for a larger grant. So we met the CEO of that charity, that that funder, last week. Uh, again, Wonderful. came out of that. Uh, as he's travelling up from London on the train, he's on the website. Uh, so he, Yeah, he pushing up, in, reading those stories, exactly. Absolutely. He walks in briefed, not only what we do and how we do it, but that important why we do it. He yeah, knew it all, he knew it already. Uh, so we were able to then just, you know, we, we needed an hour of course with him, but it was kind of like he was already prepped because of that website. So Yeah, no, that's wonderful. I mean, that's so pleasing to hear. I mean, that's that's exactly what we just wanted to set out to help you guys do. Because, you know, you, that, that that's that's what we often, you know, to kind of bring it back to some of the work that we do with other people is that's often what we find. It's, it's that, you know, the people there, the passion, you know, we love working with passionate people who are, who are just, you know, can, can essentially get you to buy into whatever it is, a cause or, or whether it's a, a service they're trying to do. And, and you're right. If anything, a website is often that barrier because if it doesn't, if it doesn't feel quite, um, engaging or genuine you know if it you know and i think that's never that's never more relevant with a charity as well because you don't want to come across absolutely i mean one of the things that we uh that we really enjoyed when we were working with you was that we really felt uh you took time to get us uh, to get you know our heartbeat, if you like, and, and I think the website reflects that. And you didn't just do the website for us; you rebranded us, so we got a new logo and stuff. Um, and the whole point was saying, actually, we want to go, we want to grow to be a city-wide charity. Perhaps at some point, go beyond Leeds as well, but certainly this next stage is to grow to be a city-wide charity. Yeah, uh, I was just going to ask you about that. Yeah, I mean, that, that's yeah. like the, the next steps for Flushing Families, right? I mean, it is. I mean, and, and, the, and the website is very much a springboard to that. And and the website is kind of like, it, it's got multiple, you know, it, it faces in at least three directions, really. Um, most of our beneficiaries, the people that we're helping, they tend to connect with us and we tend to be chatting to them uh, on social media, primarily on Facebook. Um well, the website, uh, you, 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 there, it's there partly to, for people who are, what, are thinking about funding you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's for them. It's also for schools who are our partners. We work with primary schools so we can get into local areas, so we can go to people. If we just had a building where we expected people to come to us, then <laughs> sure. well, yeah, it, it's a very small area of effectiveness. You might as well draw a, you know, a, a radius of a quarter of a mile around it in yeah. terms of very good and the city is big so we've got to go to people so we we work with primary schools the advantage of that is also that we can then you know the primary schools know the families so we can very quickly connect in with the families who are most in need uh, without them feeling that they're being got or targeted um so it's 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 for uh, primary schools as well and the third group of people it's for our volunteers quite a few of our mm-hmm. volunteers are former beneficiaries but there are other people who volunteer for us a lot of uh, university students volunteer in our mentoring. Uh, we do mentoring with primary school age children. Uh, so it, it, it's those three things. And what this uh, website and the rebranding is enabling us to do is say, okay, we can now grow across the city. And in Leeds, that is really working, going from the west to the south and the east as well. Those that that's the area where most of the deprivation is uh, in the city of Leeds. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the next step. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I mean, yeah, I just, I mean, I, 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 we've obviously told you this before, but, but yeah, from, from all of us at Tall, I mean, the work you do, we're so amazingly humbled by what you guys do, and we think it's wonderful. Um, I think if anybody, anybody out there wants to 
look up Richard and his team and what they do, you can go to their website, uh, flourishingfamiliesleads.com or just Google Flourishing Families and you'll get there. Um, there's a nice, you know, the website also allows you to do- donate as well. So check that out. I think whether you're, like I said, whether you're potentially a beneficiary, a volunteer, somebody that could potentially be another partner to help them in another area of their business, you know, it doesn't, you know, it could be anything like that. I'm sure Richard and their team would love for you to to get in touch, correct? Yeah, you know, and you'll like find that, our, so. our, our latest thing, which is a slow cooker appeal on there as well. Which yeah, we were talking about that. It's wonderful, isn't it? Helped us to do. Yeah, so you know, obviously with the energy crisis, one of the big problems families are facing now is they can't afford to cook hot meals. Well, slow cookers are a great energy-efficient way uh, of cooking. So one of the things we're doing now in our cookery clubs is as well as doing a, a recipe then and there, we're giving uh, families a slow cooker and regularly bags of ingredients with a recipe, a slow cooker recipe to be able to do at home. Uh, and that is really all about saying, okay, we can we can help you not only to uh, – have healthy, nutritious, and affordable food, but make sure it's affordable in terms of the, the preparation and the cooking of it, that it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg by having you, you having to switch your oven on. Yeah, uh, such a lovely so, appeal, is that? And yeah, just yeah. just for people that maybe need to know, so you can, there is a Just Giving page, I believe, uh, set up for people that want to be able to donate to that, and it's linked from the yeah, website. So. You, it'll take you straight there, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, de- definitely, um, definitely, I think uh, I'd encourage anyone that's listening to this to go check that out. Go read about Flushing Families, read about what they do, uh, and yeah, I'd, uh, any kind of donation would always be appreciated. But uh, yeah, the, the work the work that you guys do is so amazing, and you know the people that you're helping genuinely really need it. And I think well, it's, well thank you. Know, you. That, that's very kind. We are, we are very very grateful for what you guys have done for us. Um, it it really has been transformational, and um, you know we 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 felt at the start of the year that that we wanted to see things accelerate. Uh, we never expected them to accelerate at the speed that they're accelerating and a lot of that is down to the website um but you know it's so necessary as well uh, that it's accelerating in that that speed because there are so many more families to help and there's so many more families facing yeah absolutely uh, greater and greater challenges uh, and you know like this you know the stark choice between do i heat my home or give my kids something to eat i mean our families are starting to you know think through that now uh and you just think well we've got to help we're going to get out there and help them. exactly um, ultimately that's what it comes down to isn't it is that there's, there's those people out there that just need help and, and absolutely and the more yeah. that we can all band together with organize amazing organizations like yourselves to do that the better so yeah thank you for doing what you do richard oh well thank you and thank you so much for helping us it's been brilliant